0: Start your engines. Here's what we about. Mr. Gorbachev tear down this wall. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. I'm not a crook. If you like your health care plan, you'll be able to keep your health care plan. Welcome to Jim Paris Live, your source for the latest news on money, politics, prophecy, and preparedness. And now your host, the editor-in-chief of ChristianMoney.com and the author of more than 30 books, Jim Paris. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the broadcast. Great to have you with us. My name is Jim Paris, and my main website is ChristianMoney.com. You can find me on social media under my more, I guess, formal name, James L. Paris, And that's my author name. So you'll find me on Amazon uh, if you search James L. Paris as well. I guess there's like a gardening guy on Amazon that goes by Jim Paris. And I've mentioned this before. If you ever see a gardening book um, by a Jim Paris, it is not me. Uh, You can absolutely be assured of that. So one exciting thing to mention uh, this week is I recently somehow something happened in my Twitter account. And now thousands of people are watching this show on Twitter. And I'm super excited about it. And I'm convinced I've been shadow banned on Twitter for years. And now all of a sudden, uh, they they removed that from my account. And I have thousands of people watching the show now live on Twitter. So I'm super excited about that. Good to have everybody with us. A uh, special hello to those watching tonight on Twitter. Uh, well, I want to start out with this uh, UFO shootdown, which I find very interesting. And there's a lot that came out this week. And I want to get into this and break this down a little bit. Um But apparently, so the story is this, if you remember the Chinese quote unquote weather balloon, uh, this was apparently the size of three school buses in length. So this was like, I don't know, like a Goodyear blimp size type of a, of a deal, a giant balloon. Well, then there were these three other quote unquote UFOs, which were much smaller objects. And We don't really know what they are. There was no debris found. But I I found this uh, very interesting um, news story. Apparently, a Chicago area amateur ballooning club said that one of their balloons went missing over Alaska at about the same time that the uh, Air Force shot down a UFO over Alaska. So imagine this. It sounds like it's this amateur ballooning club's balloon that got shot down. And so they're asking the Pentagon, did you shoot down a $12 balloon with a $400,000 missile? Uh, And the Pentagon's not answering that question. But apparently this is a thing. There is this. I didn't know this. Uh, There is apparently a hobby that is called amateur ballooning. And these balloons are called Pico balloons, P-I-C-O, and they are 36 inches across. So they're not giant like the Goodyear blimp. They're much, much smaller. And these balloons are launched into the air. And some of them will actually go completely around the earth multiple times. And I guess they have GPS on them and they're able to um, uh, somehow, you know, using satellite technology, track these balloons And this is a thing. I I had no idea. Um, I'm not sure this explains all three of the quote-unquote UFOs because this would be one of the UFOs. I don't know. Maybe the other two were balloons that kids uh, let loose from Disney World (laughs) and somehow got into the upper atmosphere. I don't know. When I was a kid, we used to fly kites. And I lived near Midway Airport. And I remember one time we flew a kite so high that a plane, we when it got close to the kite, we pulled the string and the kite moved real quickly uh, to one side. And there was a plane there and the plane like went on a 45 degree angle to avoid our kite. Uh, and man, were we scared. <laughs> we, we, I think we just cut the string on that kite and all ran home um, when that happened. But apparently this is a thing, this, this ballooning where they put these balloons up and then they track them around the globe. Um, One of the things, though, that is not explained is there apparently are reports that, uh, at least in one case, uh, one of the pilots said that the UFO, whatever it was, was interfering with the avionics, the electronics uh, in the airplane. So that's not really explained by an amateur balloon. Uh, So who knows? Maybe there's more to this. Um, It is interesting. Uh, There is no debris, which probably would make sense, right? If you've got uh, a missile shooting down an amateur balloon that's three feet across, there probably would be no debris to find. Uh, But we're still trying to unpack exactly uh, what's going on uh, with these so-called UFOs. Okay, so there is a movie called White Noise, and I saw it a few weeks ago with friends. It stars... Adam Driver and it's a movie all about a train crash that happens uh in the Midwest. Um I think it's actually in in Ohio in the movie and there's a black mushroom cloud and people are saying this movie predicted what happened in Ohio with this train crash. And we're they're now finding all these parallels. It's a it's it's, you know, a, a poisonous uh black cloud. Apparently, you know, after the government telling everybody, don't worry, you're going to be safe. There's no problems. There's now fish dying, wildlife dying. Uh, people are breaking out in rashes. And a lot of people are asking, is there something going on? Are these uh, train crashes maybe something more than just accidents? Because there have been several of these uh, train crashes in in recent days and then, just before I went live today, there is this story: a pipe bomb is found near railroad tracks uh, behind a church in Philadelphia. Uh, so, so who knows? Um, you know, when you think about uh, terrorist threats, you think about airplanes, right? That's usually what you think about. But if you if you really consider it, uh, there's so many thousands of miles of train tracks. And how hard would it be to mess around with the train tracks? And it doesn't take much uh, for a train track to be uh, manipulated to where a train could derail. And so, and how do you guard that? I mean, how do you guard thousands of miles of train tracks? So who knows? I, I don't want to speculate, but people are starting to ask questions about all of these train derailments, um, accidents around the country. All right. Uh, Nobody is going to be able to wrap their brain around my next book. And I, I announced this on my Facebook page a few days ago. And the book is titled October 17th, Day of Destruction, Day of Deliverance. And I have only shared this story of what's happened to me over the last 18 months with a very, very small number of people. And almost everyone I, I mean, well, I mean, everyone, (laughs) five people, six people, Um, everyone's had pretty much the same reaction. Like, wow, Jim, you have got to tell this story. That is unreal. And so, yeah, so there is a new book coming. Um, It is in progress. Uh, People are so excited about it. I'm glad to hear that. But I'm telling people this is the next, kind of the next chapter in Uh, my writing. So, you know, I wrote how to pray for a financial miracle, which was all that whole story of what happened to me and losing everything in the embezzlement scheme. This is kind of the next chapter, like, uh, you know, (laughs) like, uh, you know, take Jack Ryan and drop him into the next scene. Uh, That's kind of kind of what you're going to see here. And um, it's it's a pretty amazing story, both in terms of how dark things got for me and then how amazing my Turnaround was and how God once again delivered me, and uh, it's it's just going to be it's going to be probably my greatest my greatest book ever, and it's going to be coming out uh, probably in the next couple of months, and I'm super excited about it. October seventeenth, Day of Destruction, Day of Deliverance. And speaking of books, I was talking to a friend today uh, about my my book exposing the Ponzi masters, which that book came out years ago. It's still available on Amazon. If you go to Amazon, it's it's only available as a Kindle. But what a lot of people don't know is that you don't need a Kindle device to read Kindle books. You can read them on a tablet. You can read a Kindle book on your regular computer, your laptop computer. So the book, Exposing the Ponzi Masters, was about a $500,000, I'm sorry, $500 million, $500 million Ponzi scheme that I uh, broke up uh, $500 million. And uh, it it's a story you won't believe. Dave Ramsey's in the book because they, these scammers tried to use Dave Ramsey's videos uh, in part of their scam. Uh, Pat Robertson had me on the 700 Club. These people were following me. It's a story. It's incredible story. And, um, you can still get that book. I, I just, I thought i let me mention that on the show tonight. Cause I was talking to a friend about it today and they said, man, that I, I didn't know you had that book. Uh, yeah, it's called exposing the Ponzi masters. And that is on Amazon. You can just type in my name, James L Paris, and you'll find that book. All right. So the actor and comedian, Richard Belzer, um, passed away today at the age of 78. And, um, you may, if you're a regular listener to George Norrie, um, you probably know Richard from Coast to Coast because he's been on Coast to Coast several times um, because he and George Nori wrote a book together about what happened to Malaysia Airlines Flight 370. But Richard Belzer, um, he was on uh, a number of like true, like um, not true crime, but but crime based shows And um, let me let me pull up uh, let me pull up the actual names of the shows, because he was a uh, his his career really spanned decades. He was in radio. um, He's been in 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 several movies, um, but you might know him mostly probably from Law and Order. You might also know him from The X-Files, Law and Order Trial by Jury. Um, He was in the movie, uh, the the, uh, HBO show, The Wire, Um, just a lot of different uh, you'd recognize him. A lot of people don't necessarily uh, recognize the name Richard Belzer, but you see the picture, you'd know this guy. He's just one of those iconic looking actors uh, and played, you know, a a number of different characters. Very, very interesting guy Um, was uh, both an actor as well as a stand up comedian, passed away at the age of 78 and then you know of course remember him from being on with uh, coast to coast with george nori and that book they wrote about malaysia airlines flight 370 well one of the fun things i got to do on saturday was i got to help a veteran to get qualified to get a mortgage because I'm back uh, in the mortgage business again. Um, That's what I'm doing uh, with part of my time during the week is working as a loan officer. And many people don't know this, but I used to actually own my own mortgage company for several years. Uh, And I, I love helping veterans. And one of the things that I'm finding to be the case is a lot of veterans don't know if they qualify for a VA mortgage they don't know how much they can get. They don't know really any of the details about how they would go about getting started with it. So I'm just throwing this out. If you're watching the show, listening to the show, and you're a veteran and you'd like to find out about VA mortgages, I don't charge anything to pick up the phone and talk to you and and you know answer your questions. I'll help you get your... VA certificate of eligibility. I'll talk to the VA and find out how much you're eligible for. Uh, so get in touch. Um, if that's something that uh, applies to you or, you know, a veteran uh, it's a fantastic program, a hundred percent loan. Uh, there's no money down, um, you know, get in touch. If you have questions on VA mortgages, I'd love to help you. Okay. Uh, Scientology leader, David Miscavige. So there's this federal, um, case against the the Church of Scientology and David Miscavige and he's been hiding out um, avoiding getting served uh, the lawsuit. And so as a result, uh, it turns out that they were able to go to court and convince the judge that he is deliberately avoiding service of the lawsuit. So as a result, the judge considered him as having been served, And so now he must face uh, this lawsuit, which is for human trafficking charges. And um, if you want to get more information about this, it's pretty explosive stuff. If you go to our friend uh, Tony Ortega's blog, uh, he is at the Underground Bunker. Just type in the Underground Bunker. You'll get to Tony Ortega's blog. And he's got a ton of information about uh, this latest chapter. In the Church of Scientology, what's going on with all of that and these human trafficking charges and uh, David Miscavige, uh, you know, being uh, caught up in all of that and, and that litigation. All right. This story, um, a sad story to hear. But uh, Jimmy Carter, who I, I think he's like, I don't know how old is, is Jimmy Carter. I think he's almost 100 years old, isn't he? Uh, let me type it in here and see. I, I think he's 98 years old. Jimmy Carter, 98 years old. Is that incredible? Uh, I can't imagine. So I'm 58. So that means I would live for 40 more years. No way. <laughs> I can't even I can't even fathom being around for 40 more years. Uh, but anyway, you know, God bless Jimmy Carter. You may not have agreed with his politics, especially if you're a conservative. Um, you know, he he was not necessarily, you know, a favorite of conservatives, uh, of course, defeated by Ronald Reagan. Uh, in Reagan's first term. And um, he's entering hospice care. So, you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to him and his family. He's lived a a very long life, done a lot of good work. Um, uh, He is celebrated as probably the president uh, that the, the president that's had the greatest second act ever. You know, in other words, after he left the presidency, has done more has been more active probably than any other president in history, Uh, especially all the work that he's done with Habitat for Humanity. He was teaching uh, class at his Sunday school kind of up until, you know, his final days. Uh, Incredible guy who's lived a long life, uh, 98 years old. God bless Jimmy Carter as he uh, enters hospice care. Elon Musk, who co-founded the firm behind chat GPT which we've been talking about this a lot lately chat GPT which is this artificial intelligence platform where you can actually go in there and have a chat conversation with this uh, this thing you can ask it questions you can ask it to write an article for you it's it's truly fascinating but this is what Musk says Musk warns that AI artificial intelligence is one of the biggest risks to civilization and he also calls out chat GPT's liberal bias. And this was interesting because I went to chat GPT about a week ago and I typed in write a short article about the items found on Hunter Biden's laptop. And so this artificial intelligence thing, it replies back to me that basically it would be unethical for it to write an article <laughs> about what was on Hunter Biden's laptop. So this thing's definitely got a liberal bias. There's no question about it. Uh, But this is, you know, uh, mark my words. And I've said this before in my lifetime. I know my grandfather was born, I think it was in 1922. And at that time, something like only 10% of the population had cars. And by the time, you know, he passed away uh, just a handful of years ago, I mean, he had seen man land on the moon, the space shuttle, the Internet. Uh, you know, everybody having cars, I, you know, he he lived a life where he saw so much, uh, you know, expansion in technology. Uh, and they say that like every what is it like every 10 years or 20 years, technology doubles. And this is what I've told people, and I'll say it again tonight. I think that in my lifetime, in the remaining days I have left, I think the greatest single technological advancement that will affect mankind in my remaining days on this earth is artificial intelligence and i'm not necessarily saying that for a good uh, as a good thing uh, i and and i've even gone so far as to say that i wonder i really wonder if the beast uh the antichrist is going to have either be involved with artificial intelligence or be a being that is part artificial intelligence uh it is truly scary uh when you see these Uh, creations which some people are saying these are sentient beings that that they actually have their own personality and they actually can you know go against their programming and they've got autonomous thinking it's a scary thing uh but uh this is uh you know apparently you know something that is really taking off this artificial intelligence and chat gpt is a big thing and where this is all moving towards is the search engines so instead of going online and just putting something in the search engines and getting a bunch of websites, you know, that will pop up. This uh, type of technology will be used where you can go to the search engine and say, hey, tell me about this or about that, or, you know, give me the top five of this or the top seven. And it will actually go through the internet and get all of the stuff for you. Instead of just giving you all the raw data, it will actually get that data it will digest it and, and deliver that to you in a, you know, it will put it together. I mean, you can have this this thing write articles for you. It, it is incredible what it will do. And just like a lot of technology, it's it's a powerful thing. It can probably be used for a lot of good things, but also probably a lot of bad things as well. So uh, watch artificial intelligence. I think it is something to uh, keep a close eye on. And uh, Elon Musk is warning about it. Uh, This from the Daily Caller. The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City star Jen Shah surrendered herself to state prison to serve a six and a half year sentence for her role in a telemarketing fraud that targeted senior citizens. Uh, Now, I've never watched any of these Real Housewives uh, shows. I, I've seen articles about them. Apparently, there was like Real Housewives of like Orange County, California. Then there was a Real Housewives of Atlanta. These are apparently like rich women and sort of a reality show about the stuff that they do. And I guess the story on this, Jen Shaw. Is that she didn't have, she wasn't as rich as she presented herself to be. And it turns out that a lot of her money came from scamming uh, seniors. Somehow she, I don't know all the details, but somehow she used her celebrity uh, to, to draw in senior citizens into uh, a telemarketing scam. And a lot of people lost a lot of money and she's going to prison now for six and a half years. Uh, There's a Rasmussen poll that says that Trump is leading DeSantis by 13 points. And uh, I don't know what to make of this. I think it's probably too early to be doing this polling and really looking for any accuracy. Because, first of all, DeSantis has not declared that he's running for president. So uh, I, I think that's probably... Not going to give you an accurate number if you're trying to do polling at this point. I've got to get a sip of my coffee here. But also, I I still think there's a lot of people that don't know who DeSantis is. I mean, they may have heard the name. But they're not familiar with him on a national basis like people are with Trump. Um, I have said all along, and I'll say it again tonight, and people get upset with me. But I think when people get to know Ron DeSantis, who is 44 years old, I think people want someone younger in the White House. Uh, We don't want 70s and 80s in the White House. I don't think we want that. And I think if we could get someone like Trump with all of his policies, but without, you know, the Twitter battles with Rosie O'Donnell and all of the other pettiness, I think people would rather have around DeSantis. I, I honestly think that. And and I think that uh, uh, DeSantis has a really, really strong chance of getting the Republican nomination uh, for the 2024 race. I've said that before. I'll say it again. Uh, and I think DeSantis will do well in the debates uh, in the primaries. Uh, I think Trump, I you know, I'm, I'm glad he was president for the four years. I think he moved the ball. I agree with his policies. But I think his time has passed. It's just my opinion. I I think his time has passed, and I think it, it, he should he could do more for us by passing the baton to Ron DeSantis. Just just my two two cents on that. And then another story about embezzlement. I, I continue to wonder how these these organizations can lose so much money. Um, you know, and here I am. I'm a guy that was embezzled. I I lost two million to embezzlement. Uh, you know, but in my own case, it was my brother who I had blind trust in. And, and I'll tell tell you people that, you know, all the time people ask, how could it happen? You know, I was my brother. I had blind trust in my brother. Uh, but you keep hearing these stories about schools and losing all this money. So here we go. The, an Indiana woman has been sentenced to two years, which is ridiculous. You, you, you steal all this money, you get two years. Uh, so, I mean, it pays, right? Uh, she stole $500,000 from a Catholic church that she was uh, working at, used the money to pay for vacations and gambling. So she goes to prison for two years, so basically got paid $250,000 per year to go to prison for two years. And she'll probably only serve a year and who knows what kind of prison. It might be like weekend release and, and all that kind of thing. But you wonder, these schools, these churches, these organizations, are they not doing like audits or having you know, double checks in place. I mean, you think there would have to be and how a school could lose 500,000 and not realize it. I don't know. It's just, it's hard. And these stories, just go to Google and type, go to Google News and type in embezzlement. Every day, there's like dozens of these stories where people are stealing money. And it's, it's always like these kind of um, people you would never suspect, like the person running the lunchroom, has stolen six hundred thousand dollars. Some, you know, uh, older lady with gray hair who who makes the school lunches uh, stole a half million dollars. I mean, these are the kind of stories that you see, and you know, embezzlement is rarely prosecuted, and when it is, people get very minimal jail time. The United States Department of Justice said uh, this week that uh, uh, th- that she was uh, sentenced uh, to. Let's see here. She she was sentenced to uh, two years uh, and it was St. Matthew's Catholic Church apparently was the uh, church in Indianapolis uh, where she (laughs) uh, served as the business manager and and stole all that money. So I I don't know. I I, I continue to be amazed by these these stories that uh, uh, of embezzlement, especially from, you know, small schools, um, you know, small churches. Uh, just shocking to, uh, to see this continue on. All right. As we close it out, one of the things too, that I want to remind people is that my internet coaching program is still available and people don't know about it. Cause I haven't been talking about it. Um, if you're interested, uh, I have 50 hours, five, zero 50 hours of on demand video available for you. And we're currently offering a hundred and fifty dollar discount on my training. If you want to check that out, it is InternetPaycheckForLife.com. dot Everything from learning how to build websites to do podcasting, video production, uh, self publishing, uh, internet affiliate marketing. Uh, all these different elements of making money online are covered in my online training. And for a very limited time, there is a $150 discount available. Check it out. Go to internetpaycheckforlife.com. Internetpaycheckforlife.com. And during the week, eh, for goodness sake, follow me on Facebook. My personal page is full because I got 5,000. I got up to 5,000 friends. I can't have any more friends on my personal page, but you can still follow me at christianmoney.com. You can still follow me at how to pray for a financial miracle. Uh, you can follow me those places and you can follow me on Twitter. A lot of stuff I do is on Twitter, including this show and the video of this show is available in a number of places as well. You can go to Jim to get more information about downloading the show or watching the video. Thanks so much for joining us Uh, It's always great to be with you on Sunday nights. And then, of course, the replay of the show throughout the week. God bless. Thanks for watching. And remember, if it's Sunday night, it's Jim Paris Live. We'll talk to you next time. So long, everybody. (laughs)